Hello and welcome to another episode of El Paso Local Area Business Talk. I'm here with Robert Navarre, who's a lawyer at the law office of Robert Andrew Navarre, ESQ. And how are you doing today, Robert? Good, thank you. Uh, glad to be here. Great, great. Well, um, we're just going to ask you some questions and just go through them and just try to really just inform the public about kind of the services you offer and the benefits of uh, using somebody like you, okay? Sure, be happy to help. Okay, so I know you do traffic tickets. Uh, what are the benefits of hiring a traffic ticket lawyer as opposed to just trying to handle it myself? Yeah, thank you for the question. And the major benefit is that if you uh, have the unfortunateness of getting a traffic ticket, it's important that you try to get that dealed with and addressed as soon as possible because uh, generally if once you get a ticket, it goes into the system, you have a certain period of time in which you have to show up to court and uh, enter in a plea of guilty or not guilty. And uh, if you don't do that within that time frame, the court will actually issue you another citation for violating your promise to appear. And uh, there'll be a subsequent warrant for your arrest. So if you got that outstanding warrant, you can be um, subject to arrest at any point in time if you get pulled over or you might have a cop that might show up at your house uh, or at your place of uh, work to try to execute that warrant and have you arrested. And then you'll have to pay post the bond. And then once you get out of jail, you're still gonna have to deal with the initial traffic citation plus another citation for violating your promise to appear. And you certainly don't wanna have that happen to you. So it's important that you contact a lawyer so that uh, the attorney can uh, review the case and file the necessary paperwork with the court and uh, appear on your behalf. And, um, and what we try to do at my office is we work very hard. We have a good working relationship with the prosecutors, the courts. Uh, we're very familiar with all the judges here in the El Paso County. So we can uh, uh, address your citation and uh, we have a very good uh, track record of getting that dismissed and um, that way you don't have to worry about it anymore. Okay, great. When you say appearing on our behalf, uh, that pretty much means we don't have to show up. Is that correct? That's right. You don't have to worry about showing up. You don't have to worry about doing anything, going to the court, uh, having to wait, uh, spend hours waiting for your case to be heard, uh, or um, trying to get it uh, dealt with on your own in the hassle that comes about with uh, missing deadlines of, uh, you know, some people will oftentimes just think, oh, I'll just take defensive driving. And there are certain circumstances where the court may not even allow you to do defensive driving. If they do allow it, if uh, you don't strictly adhere to their requirements, you end up having to pay not only the court cost, but uh, you run the risk of getting a guilty conviction on your record, which is going to uh, definitely make your insurance premiums go up and uh, could could potentially hurt you with as far as far as employment goes if you if your employer uh, requires you to drive for work uh, they're going to um, uh, maybe run a background check on you and they'll see that you have a uh, traffic ticket on your record and that could uh, definitely hurt you there so uh, it's it's important that you um, 
get an attorney such as our office because, uh, like I said, we, we, we have a good uh, chance that we can uh, get that citation dismissed so that you don't ever have to worry about it again and or showing up to court or um, having to comply with whatever yeah. court arrangements you've made. Yeah, that's great. Um, it sounds really wonderful. Uh, you know, what if we miss my court date? We could still hire you? Yes, that happens quite often. Um, and so w when you missed your court date, the judge will issue a citation for your failure to appear plus a bench warrant for your arrest. And, uh, and then uh, at that point, if you try to address it yourself, uh, you're going to have to pay the warrant fee uh, which is usually anywhere from $250 to $500, plus the citation for not appearing in court, which is another $500 fine. So you're right. looking at paying, uh, having to pay close to $1,000 in court costs and fees for simply missing that court date. But if you contact my office, we can, for a very small amount of uh, fee, uh, we, we will charge uh, you a small fee so that we can file paperwork. We file paperwork that is necessary and that uh, the judge uh, will sign off on, which will basically remove your warrant, uh, clear any warrants that you have in the system so that you don't have to worry about getting arrested. We, we go ahead and take care of that for you. And then we set up a court date. You don't have to worry about uh, going to court or doing any of that, uh, and we, we basically we take it from there and we handle everything on your behalf. That sounds wonderful. I mean, really sounds good. Um, I know you do El Paso. Do you do the surrounding cities, and if so, which ones do you do? We, we pretty much handle all of El Paso County, all the surrounding uh, cities. Uh, that includes uh, San Elizario, Socorro, Horizon City, uh, Clint, uh, Vinton, Texas, Anthony, Texas, uh, pretty much uh, every, any, any um, region, any, any uh, municipality within the El Paso uh, County area, we can handle and help you on it. Okay, that sounds good. Um, you know, let's go ahead and pivot to something else that you offer. You know, sometimes people have so many tickets and warrants that have been found guilty for it. They got a suspended license, for example. Um, do, you, do you offer services like occupational licenses to help people get back on the road? Yes, absolutely. Um, the state of Texas still can uh, potentially suspend your license, and a lot of people still have a, a situation where they can't get their license renewed or reinstated because they owe so much money in traffic tickets, surcharge fees, uh, reinstatement fees that um, what happens is the only way you can get your license is if you go down to the DPS, wait hours in line, and then you have to come up with the money right away. Well, uh, that takes a lot of time and it's gonna take a lot of money for anybody that's trying to get their license back. So what we do in the meantime, so that you can get a license right away, so that you can go out and drive on the street, not have to worry about getting pulled over, potentially getting arrested or getting another citation for driving with a suspended license, we file what's called an occupational license with uh, one of the courts here in El Paso County. And once we file that for that occupational license, we can generally get you a occupational license in approximately about as quickly as uh, possibly 10 to 14 days. We can go ahead and get you, have that license in your hand 
It's valid for two years. With that occupational license, you can go drive to work, you can drive to school, you can drive to the grocery store if you need to go see the doctor's office. This basically gives you that license to be able to drive on the street and it gives you the peace of mind that while you're trying to get your license resolved with the Department of, of uh, Transportation, you at least, at the very least, uh, you are legal and uh, you're operating under the guidelines of the law and it's permitted for you to drive. And you, you can also get insurance um, and, and so you don't have to worry about um, any of those things happening to you. And, and uh, we definitely do that. We offer that for our clients at a very small fee and we can get that taken care of uh, very quickly. Okay, great. You know, let's say I'm uh, just driving through the city of El Paso. I get pulled over. Um, obviously, I can't go to your office. Do you guys offer any other methods of hiring you other than in person? Sure. We, we generally um, uh, make it very easy for the clients to get the information to us uh, so that we can start the process of handling your traffic ticket. Just simply go, you can go online or you can call our office and uh, you can do everything on the phone or online. Uh, just put in the, um, you get the ticket information online or if you call our office, we, we, all we would need is just your name, uh, your date of birth, the ticket number, and we can pull you up in the system fairly quickly. We accept all major credit cards, debit cards, um, you know, anything, um, anything that has a Visa logo on the card. You can just use that, pay for it, and uh, you don't even have to show up in person. You don't have to worry about driving to our office or uh, bringing paperwork, anything like that. We can take care of everything over the phone or on the internet, uh, through email, uh, through our actual website where you can just put in the information. Either, either way, we can handle that for you and, and uh, it saves, saves uh, our clients a lot of time. And it's been very useful. Okay, yeah, that's great. Um, you know, back to that occupational license. Obviously, people need that for work and stuff like that. What if um, you're kind of underage? Let's say you're 15 or 16. Are you, is it, are you able to get a license for somebody like that? Uh, maybe they're taking care of their elderly grandmother, have to go get groceries. Or do they have to be a certain age? Well, if you're uh, technically, if you're still 15 or 16, you're still technically a minor. And so um, what um, you would first have to do is uh, go take a driver's ed school. You can get a driver's learner's permit. So that allows you to drive with a licensed driver that's 21 years of age or older and uh, in the seat of the car, and then you can validly drive. Unfortunately, the occupational licenses are generally just reserved for people who at one point had their driver's license but got it suspended because uh, they, you know, let's say, for example, they were uh, arrested and charged with driving while intoxicated, which is an automatic one-year suspension. Or if, because of multiple tickets, the state of Texas uh, suspended uh, person's license. Those, those are the situations where the occupational license can help you. But if it's for an individual such as a minor who has never had a license, uh, unfortunately right now the way the law is, they would have to first at least uh, take the driving test, get their license, 
Um, but the, basically the occupational license doesn't just necessarily replace the, uh, and become a license uh, for like a minor, like in your uh, example, a 15 year old can't just apply for an occupational license. These are generally um, only, only for people who want, at one point had the license. So unfortunately it can't help that situation. But we can uh, definitely help people who have that suspended license problem. There's, there's many people that have that issue. We can help them get a temporary license uh, fairly quickly. Okay, so I know you do speeding tickets, no insurance tickets, removal of a warrant for a, a traffic violation. Are there other Class C misdemeanors that you guys handle? Yes, we and handle so, which um, ones? all yeah. types of Class C misdemeanors, uh, such as if you're out one night and, and uh, let's say you've had a, a couple of drinks and uh, there is a domestic or a violent outburst that occurs, the cops may be called, they may arrest you or, uh, for what's called public intoxication. Uh, that's generally considered a Class D C misdemeanor. Mm -hmm. Or um, another type of Class C misdemeanor that we handle quite often is if, let's say, if you get pulled over for uh, any number of uh, traffic violation reasons and the officer uh, observes or smells uh, the scent of marijuana and, and they, uh, let's say, they decide to search your vehicle, they find a glass pipe with marijuana residue or let's say a, a, what, what you call a roach, which is a small joint that you have uh, left in your car, maybe in your ashtray or something. That, that's still, in El Paso County, it's still illegal, And but what officers are routinely doing now is just giving you a citation for what's called drug paraphernalia, which is a Class C misdemeanor. We handle those. Um, there's other types of situations where um, if you're, um, Parked in a handicap zone, you get a ticket for uh, being in a handicap zone. That's a Class C misdemeanor, which is a very expensive fine. Uh, or if you are, um, let's say you're dumping out trash in a um, uh, place that's not designated as a landfill, you could be charged with illegal dumping, which is another Class C misdemeanor. Uh, potentially, or uh, let's say if you're outdoor burning something, um, Sometimes if, you, if you're burning trash, um, the uh, fire marshal may come, come out and they'll give you a citation for what's called illegal burning. Uh, El Paso County has a burn ban in effect so that um, you could be charged with that. Or uh, let's say you, you didn't get your uh, dogs, you, you have a small uh, dog or a cat, you didn't get them microchipped or you didn't get them vaccinated and uh, animal control uh, gets called out. Uh, if you have, um, let's say your dog gets out or something, animal control gets involved, they'll look and they'll see, uh, they'll ask you if you can prove that the animal has been recently vaccinated. If you don't have those records, they'll issue a, you a citation for that as well. Uh, so there's quite a few um, areas that we handle for Class C misdemeanors that you don't don't necessarily have to be just a traffic moving violation. Registration tickets are very something very common that we handle, um, which are considered non-moving violations. But you know those those can affect you if if you don't um, if you get a ticket for registration and you don't do anything about that, it will put a hold on your vehicle 
so that you cannot get your vehicle registered until you pay that hold fee, which is usually uh, uh, it's what's called like a surcharge, which is an extra fee on top of the normal registration fee. We help you handle that registration ticket so that it doesn't um, put a hold on, let's say, or let's say you can't renew your license because you have a hold on your registration. That is something we also help with as well. Okay, that's great. So you, you pretty much got the whole gambit covered, huh, from anything traffic related to getting you back on the road. So that sounds pretty correct. Oh, yeah. Any, any type of uh, violation that you got um, that's uh, con considered a classy misdemeanor. When I say classy misdemeanor, that's uh, generally that's a fine that's punishable by uh, a $500 fine. Uh, there's generally no jail time associated with classy misdemeanors. However, uh, what what has often happened, I've seen it happen quite a bit, is people actually will get put in jail for a classy misdemeanor if they got a ticket and they didn't do anything about that, and it became a warrant, like we discussed earlier. That those are certain situations where you can actually end up in jail. So that's why it's very, very important that if you do have a warrant, you contact my office right away so that we can get that warrant removed and that you don't end up having to spend the night in jail. All right. Well, Mr. Navarre, thank you so much for taking time out of your day and uh, coming out here and meeting with us. We really do appreciate it. It's been very informative. And uh, if you guys have any questions, or concerns, I'm going to leave a link to his website where you can go ahead and um, retain his services. But again, thank you so much, and uh, be safe out there, okay? All right. Th thank you, everyone. Thank you for having me.